I want to spend also some time this morning speaking to you a word that's very, very important to all of us. It's called the presence of reality. The presence of reality. And I want you to understand that your reality is may state who you think you are. People may state who they want you to be. They may come to you and say, you're this, you're that. The enemy of our soul comes and he may want you to become something that is totally against what God wants you to be and who you are, what your identity is with Jesus Christ. And you may have negative thoughts at times, which brings you to a cage or an imprisonment of those thoughts in your life to where you become bound and depressed beat up mentally and your structure towards life is faltering and it's almost like a cracker. It breaks so easily. But I want to hear you hear today my heart. I want to hear that in my heart, that you're hearing my heart today saying to you that you are special. You're wonderful. You're God's children. God's chosen, God's blessed family. We are who we are in God, not what the world says we are, not what the negative thoughts may declare you to be or what the enemy wants you to become. We are God's children. We are his chosen. And we are the people of God every day of our life, and you are special in Psalm 56 and 4, I want you to listen to this as I read it to you, that it is a very important uh, message uh, of love towards God. And I'm just going to read this first uh, scripture, Psalm 56 and 4. In God, whose word I praise, in God, whose word I praise, in God I have put my trust. I shall not fear what can mere man do to me? Let me read that to you again. In God, whose word I praise, in God I have put my trust. I shall not fear what can mere man do to me. We have to understand that we have to stand strong in our relationship with God, and he is strong in us. He's the King of kings and the Lord of glory, and he loves you so much. He just wants your life to be full of joy, peace, and happiness. Even in the midst of all this COVID-19 and in the midst of uh, this coronavirus, in other words, that is embarking upon this world and causing people to be separated, he wants us to continue strong in him. Even with the precipice of this racist action that just happened, he wants us to stay strong in him and realize that he has called us forth. He has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. He loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that we would give our hearts to him. We would be saved. We would have the promise of heaven. Not only in our hearts, our minds have been renewed. The knowledge of the word is in us. And we know that we will once Come to God in the presence of him in heaven, along with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and the rest 
will be there and we will all worship God for eternity. Oh, praise God, praise God. And I wanna speak this morning something that's really also in depth of where I'm going with this, and that is out of Romans in chapter eight. Verse 16, the Spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us that we believers are the children of God. You see, every day the Holy Spirit just bears witness in our heart that we are the children of God. We are free in him. We have knowledge of him. We have the depths and the riches of his love in our life, each and every one of us. And he wants us to realize our identity is not what you may think, not what the enemy wants you to become, and not what negative thoughts may come through your mind. Our identity is that we are the children of God. We are blessed of God. We walk with God. We speak with the Lord every day. We pray with our hearts lifted up to God every day. Romans 8, 16, we are the children of God. That's confirmed in our spirit every day by the Holy Spirit. And we are so thankful for that. He brings a witness to our heart. He lets us know that we are special. He lets us know that we are alive in Christ Jesus. In Romans 8 and 26 through 28, and I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Version. In the same way, the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. Oh, wow. He helps us in our weakness. And we have weaknesses, but it's Him that brings strength to us because the Bible declares that He strengthens the weak. Jesus brings that strength to us that we are able to live a life of, of holiness, of goodness, and love towards all mankind. We have a life that's full of His wisdom. It goes on to say, we don't know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should, but the Spirit Himself knows our need and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. You know, when you go into prayer, there are times where you just don't know what to pray and you just begin to travail before God because we don't understand sometimes what's going on in our heart and our life, but he does. And he impresses in us the depth of his love. And we just groan in our spirit and we, we, we intercede for others with groanings and utterings before the throne of grace. We are so thankful for the Holy Spirit in our life. We are so thankful that Jesus Christ sent his Holy Spirit for us. This is the celebration of the day of Pentecost today. This is Pentecost Sunday. And how wonderful it is to remember the beauty of Pentecost and what Pentecost has done for millions of people throughout this world. And so we just give you praise, Father, for that right now. And we realize that in prayer that we may come to that place and we just start groaning and the uttering of our hearts come before you as we intercede because, Father, we know not what to pray for sometimes, but the sense of prayer comes upon us and we need to pray. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because the Spirit intercedes before God on behalf of God's people in accordance to God's will. 
And we know the great confidence that God, who deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love him, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. You see, I look at the hour that we're living in today, and that resonates with me, that God's got a plan, and all things are going to work out. We are called for his purpose we are called to bring the word of God to this world that's full of darkness and obviously with the recent news full of hate. This world needs to be full of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the light of Jesus Christ, the love of Jesus Christ. The power of the Holy Spirit needs to be resident in us and we need to go forth in that empowerment, in that strength. I thank God for what it says in Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. The word of God is effective. It does what we cannot do. It goes and it seeks out because it's sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit the completeness of a person in both joints and marrow and the deepest parts of our nature, in other words, exposing and judging the very thoughts and the intentions of our heart. The word is a light in us. It searches us. I remember somebody said he was going to go and examine the word of God, and I said back to him, no, the word of God will examine you. And it's so true. Let the word speak to your heart when you read it. Let the word of God declare into your spirit, man, who you are in Christ. You are a child of the king. You are God's precious people. We are his special people. We are his called. We are the people of God. The enemy is a liar. He's a thief. He has no authority over us. The authority over us is the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name who walks alongside of us and declares what is about to come and reminds us of what Jesus himself said. We have to have compassion on the lost. We have to pray for the lost. We have to pray for the sick. When We have to have joy unspeakable. Rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Be anxious for nothing, but with all prayer and supplication, bring your requests and make them known unto God, and the peace of God will guard your hearts through Christ Jesus. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Father. And we know when we come to you, Father, we know this, and people listen, when we come to God, he is exceedingly abundantly able to do all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. We have been given this power, this, this sense of, of life, this energy of life, this peace that surpasses all understanding, and the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit, whereby we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. You see, we have this in us. So four words have come to my spirit recently in prayer for this message today. And the first word is that on this day of Pentecost, on this celebration day, the word empowerment comes to my heart. We are empowered to do all things. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit to pray.
We are empowered by the Holy Spirit to love. We are enabled by the Holy Spirit to live a life of holiness and truth, enabled by God, Him in us, Jesus Christ in us, the hope of glory. We are enabled. That's why we don't fear what mere men can do unto us. We praise God in His Word. We thank God every day for Him in our life. Bless His name. Bless the name of the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. He's the deliverer of our iniquities and the healer of all our diseases. Just bless Him and give strength to Him by your words. He will strengthen you by His word in your life. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We are empowered by God to go through every day with hope and grace, mercy and love. Every day, the Holy Spirit declares into our hearts that we are the called of God, the sons and daughters of God. We have been brought into the family of God. We are adopted into the family of God, not by the spirit of fear, but by the spirit of adoption, whereby we can cry out, Abba, Father. Father, Father, we are close to him because Jesus has made us, because of his shed blood, be able to come close to God and be saved and be filled by the Holy Spirit of the living God. This day of Pentecost birthed the church that day in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. It birthed the church. And when they came out of that upper room, they came down those stairs and they were speaking in other tongues and they were dancing and they were so full of joy. And they were able then, the second word that I was going to talk about and speak to you about today, they were able to engage. There was an evangelistic moment going on there. They engaged the people. <clears throat> Peter preached a message of engagement, reminding them who Jesus is, reminding them who he was, reminding them who he will continue to be. It was an engagement. <clears throat> you see, we need to engage people in our life every day and tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell them the testimonies of the goodness that he has done for you and I. The blessings that he has brought into our life. The prayer answers that he's brought to us. The healings that he's given to us. But beyond that, that he is the only begotten son of God. And he gave his life at Calvary. He rose on the third day alive forevermore. And he promised the coming of the Holy Spirit. And there, 50 days after that time, he showed up on the day of Pentecost, the Feast of the Harvest. There in Jerusalem, where all these different nations were there represented. And he gave the Holy Spirit and it empowered them to bring engagement and tell them about Jesus Christ. That evangelism has continued on and it's changed the world and is continually changing the world. We are bringing truth to the world because we are empowered. We can engage the world. We can come to them with evangelism. We can go and see this time that we're living in now, even though it looks dark. It is not dark. 
It is an opportunity for us to move forward and tell people about Jesus Christ and see them delivered from drugs and alcohol and hatred, fear and doubt and worry and anxiety and depletion of their personality and their emotions are bruised and we can fix that by the word of God by telling them about Jesus and Jesus will send his Holy Spirit into their life when they confess that he is the Lord and Savior and repent of their sin and they will come in to their, their life and they will bless him, they being Jesus Christ, God the Father, the Holy Spirit, and they will give them strength. We have that. It's us, the children of God. Don't look over your shoulder looking for someone else to be there. It's you. You are special. You are wonderful. You are full of hope and full of faith. And if you don't have that, shake it off right now, all that negativity. Shake off all that, that stuff that keeps you down. Stand up and raise your shoulders back and march forward with the King of King and the Lord of glory leading you down the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that valley of decision, his rod and sap, it comforts you. He prepares a table for you in the presence of his enemy. He anoints your head and your cup runs over. Oh, praise God, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, because the Lord is our shepherd. He's with us. He guides us by his Holy Spirit. He leads us to people to speak to. Oh, I can tell you story after story of the amount of people that I've been in a place of restaurants and public gatherings where the Lord said, go tell that person of me, and I've gone. And I've spoken to them about Jesus Christ. And I've seen them saved, kneeling right there in restaurants, receiving the Lord because he has given us the empowerment to do such things. Fear not, he said. Fear not. Be bold in the faith of Jesus Christ and move forward. Oh, praise God. Praise God. God is good and he can do that for you and I every moment of every day. Thirdly, there's this word excitement comes to me when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, when we have Jesus in our life, and we know that we are the called and we're moving forward with him. There's excitement. <clears throat> excitement. I remember when the uh, San Francisco Giants won the World Series and I was in my living room in the same house I'm in right now and that ball was hit and it was caught and the other team lost because the ball was caught. There was no one coming home. And I jumped off that couch and started screaming, yes, yes, yes. And it hit me. This is how we need to be with the Lord. Yes, 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 because every day we are winners. We win the World Series. We win. We are winners. We will win this world for Jesus Christ because he has empowered us. He's given us the spirit of engagement, and he has given us an excitement and enthusiasm that belongs to others when we share it to them. They need enthusiasm. People need to be built up 
today. People need to be encouraged today. People need to know that there is a faith that is alive. There is a hope that we have of a great future. Yesterday's gone. You can't change your yesterday, but you can step into your today with the hope of a blessed future and a faith that is conquering over the things that tries to deplete you. The enemy is a liar. God says you are special. You are his children, and we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Oh, that's powerful. Amen. Show enthusiasm. Show a joy of of peace and a joy of happiness and a joy of love and a joy of wisdom in our life every day. We are the winners, not the losers. We are the winners because the Holy Spirit is in us, alive and giving us life eternal because of Jesus Christ. Praise his mighty name. So I'm so thankful today to to also say that the fourth word that came to my life in my heart in prayer was encouragement. We can give encouragement to people. We have, in other words, the ministry of exposure. We can expose the Lord. We can tell them and give exposure of our faith by living our faith out before a society that has no faith. They feel like they have no hope. They feel bound right now. And especially with this latest horrible sin that has just been presented in these past several days. My God, help us today. We need to expose this world to the love of Jesus Christ. We need to bring an encouragement to people today that Jesus Christ is Savior and he can heal our land. He will hear hear us pray and he will heal our hearts. He will reach into our families and he will draw them together that we can have life and that life more abundantly. The enemy came to steal and kill and destroy, but he came to give us life more abundantly and we have that life we, we have the fullness of his love, praise God. And Peter's message was so strong that someone said, what could this mean? What does this mean, this message? Well, what's going on here? All these people are happy. And he went on to just tell them that God's going to pour out his spirit on everybody. And the sons and daughters shall prophesy, and the young men shall see divinely prompted visions, and the old men will dream divinely prompted dreams. Praise God. New things are happening, he's saying in, in one way. God has given us the Holy Spirit, and we are so full of his power, and this was prophesied in Joel. We have this to be able to say this, that God does complete what he says he's going to do. And he goes on to say, even the bond servants, both men and women, I will in those days pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. And there's prophecy going on all over the world right now. There's words that are being spoken that are coming to pass in our midst in the very hour that we live. There are still prophetic words that are stated that it's going to come now. It's going to come soon, and we're going to know God is speaking. 
God is declaring. God is shouting from the heavenlies through the men and women of God that know him, that have learned of him and have obeyed him. And he's speaking words of prophetic meaning to people. Oh, listen, listen with ears of spiritual sense and dignity. Listen to what the Lord God says every day in our life. Listen. The Bible gives a promise in Acts chapter 2, verses 21. And it shall be that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, invoking, adoring, and worshiping the Lord Jesus, shall be saved, rescued spiritually. That's right. Rescued spiritually. I remember the day of my salvation. I had no reason, I thought, to be saved. I had no thought that I could even be saved. I just felt that I was a person on this earth and God loved me and that's okay. But I remember when someone brought Jesus to my life and declared it into my spirit. It exploded in my heart. And I gave my heart to Jesus Christ and I've never turned back to the heinous lifestyle of darkness and sin that I lived. I've always looked forward to the King of Kings and the promises of His Word. Oh, I say this to you today. We need to understand that there is a God in our life that loves us and we are His called. We are the truth living in this earth. Let people see God's truth in you. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb. Oh, someone just go ahead and just say amen to the Lord right now. Because I just believe God is ministering to hundreds of people right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I believe that God is ministering to their very depths of their spirit and bringing joy unspeakable and a peace that they've been desiring for years. I believe salvation is at the door. I believe Jesus is knocking at the heart of the door and asking if he could come in and come in and sup with you. I believe that he will come in and live there in your house, this house. And I believe that God will come and make his abode in you, that existing eternal abode in you. He will live there and give to you the strength to live every day in the kingdom of God. And then after Peter was preaching for such a long time, and I'm going to bring this now to a close, he, he said, the man said, brothers, what are we to do? We hear your message, but what are we to do? And Peter said to them, repent, change your old way of thinking, turn from your sinful ways, accept and follow Jesus as the Messiah and be baptized, each of you. Oh, praise God in the name of Jesus Christ because of the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise of the Holy Spirit is for you and your children and for all who are far away, including the Gentiles, as many as the Lord our God calls to himself. Praise God. This gift of the Holy Spirit is for everyone that calls on the name of the Lord and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. And you shall live by the power of the Holy Spirit. You shall be empowered. You shall be engaging. You shall be enthusiastic or exciting. And you shall be encouraging to other people. Your life is a life to give to other people because Jesus has given your life 
He has given you life. He has brought to you a new life. Share the new life that others can have also in Jesus' name. And he said something in Acts 2 and 40 that means so much. Be saved from this crooked and unjust generation. Be saved from this crooked and unjust generation. We have so much today, so much to be thankful for when we walk with God. There are people, though, that are not walking with God. Their thankfulness is not full of the joy that we have. They may be thankful that they have possessions. They may be thankful that they have a place to lie down at night. Those are important, of course. But what we can be thankful for, no matter what our circumstance is, is that Jesus Christ indwells within us and we have been empowered by the Holy Spirit to give forth God's word. And we can say today that Jesus Christ in us is the hope of glory. And we can say today that we are vessels of honor in the house of God. And we can say that we are vessels carrying around in this earthly vessel a treasure. And that treasure is to be shared with the world. Don't be silent any longer. Know that you are empowered. Know that you can engage. Know that enthusiasm and excitement is part of your life. And know, know that you can literally encourage people every day. I want everyone on this online service today, be encouraged. God loves you. Your life is full. It is empowered. Your life is God's possession, and he will protect you. Know you not that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and you are no longer your own, that you have been bought with a price, that price being Jesus Christ's shed blood his death on that cross and his resurrection on the third day. And he is now standing at the right hand of God forever interceding for us, able to save all those who come to God through him. Let me pray with you today. Let me pray that you would accept Jesus as your savior. Let me pray today that you would be baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. Let me pray today for you that there is a life that you can have. It's just words away by you confessing, giving your life to Jesus, being forgiven of your sin, being baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire, and moving forward with the King of kings and the Lord of glory. Forever and ever and ever you will be with him. Forever you will be empowered. Forever you will be able to engage, share evangelism, God's word. Forever you'll be able to be enthusiastic, have excitement in your life. There's something to be excited about when you're saved. You're going to go to heaven and live there for eternity. There's something about having the fire of the Holy Ghost in your life. Your prayer life changes. The depth of your ministry of understanding of God's word changes. And you become closer to God in the sense that you understand the mind of God better than before. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We have ever are learning more of God every day. And you'll be encouraged you'll be encouraged and others will see your joy and your encouragement and they will ask, 
what are we to do? Would you pray today with me? Simply repeat the prayer that I'm about to pray. Whether you're being born again for the first time or you are away from God and you once knew him. <clears throat> Maybe you were once baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire and you fell back. God wants you to come home. God wants to refresh that infilling. Just like he refreshed the infilling in the book of Acts and they were filled with the Holy Ghost again. Oh, praise God. He wants you to come back to the family of God. And you that have never joined the family of God by the one that I'm preaching about today, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, the Savior of the world, who is God. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And he wants you to come home. He wants you to know him. He wants you to know his peace, his love, his gentleness, his mercy, his abundant kindness, and his abundant goodness. He wants you to live under the protection of his promise, of his coming. Pray this with me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I admit that today. And I ask to be forgiven of my sin. You are the only begotten son of God. I believe that in my heart right now. You are the savior of the world. And I confess with my mouth right now and I repent before you of all my sins. Rinse me, cleanse me, and Father God, fill me with your love. In Jesus' name. And I believe that you just got saved. I believe, backslider, you just came home. I believe this with all my heart. And let me pray now. Father, I pray for the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire to fall upon people through this online service. The baptism of the Holy Spirit to fall upon people and the fire of God like in the upper room came like a mighty rushing wind with tongues of fire being set upon above their head. In Jesus' name, I pray for the gifts of the Holy Spirit to be birthed in people. I pray for people to speak in a heavenly language. I pray for people to be born again and filled with the power of God and the fire of God and to move forward in Pentecost on this day of Pentecost as we celebrate it, Father, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God.